Thank you guys for tuning in. My name is Matthew Boussard. This is my show. We're going to go ahead and wrap up this interview with Andrew Clay. Again, hope you guys really, really, really like this one. And let's get into it. Andrew Clay, part two. Don't you touch that now. Matthew will be right back. Let's talk about media studies. So what made you want to get into that? I know why you chose Colby Sawyer. Obviously, your brother influenced you. And, you know, there's probably some other reasons, too. Maybe My brother won't... actually kind of tried to convince me not to go to Colby Really? Yeah. All right, we can talk about that. Especially for baseball. Especially if I was going to pitch. My brother, obviously, uh, he went to Colby Sawyer. He's 14 years older than me. Um, right. So I pretty much spent a lot of my childhood at Colby Sawyer, so I had a lot of experience there. I wanted to play baseball, and I actually only applied to one school, and it was Colby Sawyer. Um, just because I wanted to play baseball and I didn't want to go through the hassle of applying to all these other places. And then, right. especially when it's like you get charged a fee to apply and it's like, yeah, whatever. I want to go to Colby Sawyer and play baseball for media studies. So I wanted to go into journalism growing up. I really enjoyed writing and I thought journalism was going to be a, a good place for me. Okay. Yeah. So you were a good writer growing up and you wanted to get in. I got in because my uncle didn't let me major in business. So that's kind of how I found my way in there. We had virtually every single class together. Yeah. What was the craziest class that you remember having one of the most ridiculous classes that i took was the cartoons class cartoons was hard as hell dude there's cartoons no is hard as hell no reason for a class like that to be that hard here we are just i mean we are analyzing the living shit out of mickey mouse and for you guys listening who think that's easy oh my god it's... 1930s cartoons are a pain in the ass to watch it's preposterous it is so cringy it's so bad the humor obviously did not age well i mean we're learning all this cool shit but it is a hard fucking class and then don berghorn at the end of the semester oh by the way <laughs> here's a 15 pager <laughs> in fucking three weeks what did you write yours on i wrote mine about the agents of shield in that tv show and i got like a c minus i was really fucking yeah dude i, I fucking i was never good in school Dude, you know what's crazy <laughs> is sucked, those papers took up the entire second half of the semester yeah that's like all did. we did for like months it's just they work did. on that paper i wrote mine about popeye i originally Damn. i originally okay. wanted to do south park or something like that but then i got don basically said no that was like the second longest paper i've ever written i learned a couple interesting things yeah the evolution of the spaghetti cartoon arms and why <laughs> yeah, cartoons yeah. have four fingers yeah and, yeah. and like <laughs> some of that shit i actually found really fascinating oh like yeah donna Burgorn, she told us all about dr seuss one of the saddest things i learned dr seuss wrote the grinch about himself you believe that? Yeah, that was something that was pretty interesting, wasn't there? There's was a bunch of like racist racism. He was racist, like and that. Walt Disney too was racist as well. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, Super yeah, anti-Semitic. Yeah, Good yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Fuck it. Bro, uh, you think you think his head is frozen at Disney headquarters somewhere? I hope not. That's horrifying. You wouldn't want that. Absolutely. You're dead anyways. Not. No, no, no. I'm all set with that. Let's segue into that because I think if you are an organ donor, you are more likely to die than somebody who isn't an organ donor. And I know what they say. They always say, oh, just because you're an organ donor doesn't mean that they're going to treat you differently in the ICU and all this shit. I don't know. If there's a long kidney line and there's something going on with my kidney, they might just say, all right, this guy's fucking done. He's an organ donor. Let's actually get it to someone else. Matt hasn't done shit with his life. Let's get it to someone, this 40-year-old who's fucking in the New York Times. Hey, That's fucking... <laughs> you never know. You get a doctor who uh, who has a who has a second cousin twice removed who's in need of a kidney. Bro, You're in trouble. I'm saying. I'm saying that, bro. I'm going to take this to the grave. I really do think 
if you are an organ donor, you better not get into any fucking accidents down the road because you never know what kind of shit they pull behind the curtains, man. Dude, they push that hard in driver's ed. I don't know oh, about they you. they push that hard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We spent an entire day in my driver's ed class talking about why you should be an organ donor. I mean, oh, I am yeah. just because fucking Oh, whatever. I am too. Yeah, 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 I am too. Now, they're not going to use a lot of my organs. They probably won't use my penis because it's too small. Right. No, they'll probably pass on that. They'll probably throw that in the bin with all the other tiny cocks. <laughs> Can you imagine? That. You have to like get they're certified. Just, they're, just, they're just fucking taking you apart. They're just taking you apart. You're on the fucking silver table that all the dead people are on, and they're just fishing through your organs. Oh, he has nice eyes. We'll take those. Yeah, his heart seems to be in good shape. We'll take that. Oh, his kidneys yeah. are in rough shape. That liver, man, this is the worst liver I've ever seen. This thing got put to work. <laughs> yeah, they toss that in the bin. Take your fucking pants off. They see your fucking two-inch, or they're like... Not many people are gonna want this. I think we gotta just toss this in the <laughs> fucking bin. It. <laughs> eh, it's useless. No one's gonna want this. <laughs> Let's talk more about media studies and communication. So, taking every class, let's talk a little bit about MB, man. God oh, rest his soul. Man, missed our guy. poor, yeah, our poor guy passed right before I graduated my senior year. We wrote a full length movie clay oh you were in that class too i w- with joey yeah. yeah us three yeah so we wrote a full-length movie and the class was like screenplay sc- yeah it was screenwriting. screenwriting yeah screenwriting and we wrote a full two-hour movie yep. which is like 100, 100 it's uh 20 pages or something like that a minute per page yeah a minute per page individually like each of us individually wrote <laughs> and this bitch took months so we had four classes three of mine were with mb he got really really sick he's like a big burly dude he's one of those guys that like refuses to go to the hospital if he's in trouble a couple weeks in he just like stops coming in and he cancels all these classes just like one after the other just like not gonna be able to do this today it was like a daily occurrence of like emails of like classes being canceled nobody thought it was like anything serious we just thought that he like got the really bad flu or something like that last time i ever saw him was a week before he passed i was at market basket and this guy was walking out of the liquor store with just like a paper bag i didn't say hi or anything like that but he was not looking good so i was like okay something like seriously is not going on but he's he's like he's getting drinks and stuff so it must be okay out of nowhere one night i get a text from maddie boo and he's like hey just wanted to let you and joey know because it was a group message they're only telling the seniors right now but mb passed away and we were like what the fuck like i saw that guy a week ago buying alcohol and he, and he was, was just like, yeah, he he was a great man, great teacher. He was one of those teachers that would always let you leave early once you got your work done. Yeah. And of course, you would have to get your work done, right? I mean, he's not going to let you leave scot free. But we had this online journalism class where we would like write news articles and shit at like eight in the morning. And as soon as you finish that, you could leave. So yep. like, I would finish at like eight forty-five, get out of there, go back to the dorm room, maybe fucking shower. I guess I don't know what I fucking did i mean 8 a.m <laughs> dude we all rolled out of bed at 8 a.m yep. like that <laughs> those classes suck but yeah great guy this is the weirdest thing to me we wrote a two hour movie and he died like a week before it was due yeah it might have even been days before it was due because i remember finishing it yeah and like the weirdest thing to me was i got that email from uh professor mead that's some bullshit that I they said. only told the seniors yeah yeah so i i related to you guys i went into colgate and I went to his office, and here I am pulling my two-hour movie script, 
from his office, and I'm like, this is the weirdest thing ever. Like, this guy is dead. Here I am at his office, and I'm pulling away work that I turned in, and I spent so much goddamn time. And my movie was fucking fantastic, oh, by the dude, way. Oh, dude, I still have that thing. Tell us a little bit about it. It's like a coming-of-age story. It's like sure. Stand By Me. Okay. Uh, it's about... I can get down with that. Yeah, yeah. dude. It was, right. it was from the heart, man. Uh, oh, there's a, there's okay. A, there's a twist ending, though. Any tearjerkers in there? Oh, dude, there's a twist ending that's going to make you cry for days. Oh, shit, dude, bro. it's got potential. All yeah. right. Uh, it's Damn. about a group of friends, and one of them, he's, like, coming from a rough rough upbringing and stuff like that. So he's, like, notorious around town for, like, being, uh, being a bad guy and stuff, but really he's, like, a really good guy at heart, and he's, like, maturing and growing and stuff like that. I can't get too much into it. All right, yeah, no spoilers, no of spoilers. course. No, Be careful gotta, about gotta, that. You gotta wait yeah. for it to come out. Yeah, okay. No, I'm proud as hell about that. Thing yeah, I wish I would have had him. I didn't get along with Berghorn well. Really? I love yeah, she was No, man, she was failing me in newspaper, and I thought that that was the dumbest thing. And I kind of felt like this is kind of a dick move. Like, I'll say this, and this will put it into context. Teachers can kind of give you a fuck you, right? Oh, yeah. And... What I would compare it to is that at our school, you had a capstone requirement. So it was more like a senior project. Before you graduated, you would have to do a senior project, which should have demonstrated what you've learned over the past four years. Now, there's a lot of different ways that you could go about this. I wanted to do a couple different things. I ended up just designing all these advertisements for the media and communications program. Yeah, that's that's the weird thing, too, about our majors. It's very open-ended it is very open-ended so i'm doing all this advertising and marketing and all this different shit and i spent so much time on it and they give me a c minus i'm like i'm i'm done i have my credits i have done nothing wrong to you guys i've maybe skipped class i don't know maybe like a couple times out of my four years like i never really skipped class and you guys are gonna just give me a Fuck you! <laughs> before I graduate, at a, at a C, a C minus is like that's a fuck you. Like it's the minus part. That that's what that's <laughs> what bugs me. It's the, the C cherry minus. On yeah, top. I think I might have emailed him and told him off too, just because I was like, you know, I have nothing to lose at this point. Like you guys well, the, are assholes. Like, the thing that's you. weird about capstones too is that because they're so open ended, there's not really like a, a curriculum or anything like that. Obviously, yeah. so it's really just sort of how much does the professor like it. Right. So there's not yeah. really much that you can do to win favor, except for yeah. having them like you ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I had a really weird relationship with Mead because she was always like extra, extra professional, but I would always try to break her down and be cool. Cause you know, I'm kind of like laid back and yeah. I just kind of shoot the shit and whatever. And she was always like uptight and shit. I don't know, man. I, I guess I just try to get on her good side mm-hmm. at all times. And it's one time where we were meeting, trying to figure out classes for the next semester. And she sells me on her gender studies class. Now, this gender studies class that I signed up for, it just so happened that she was teaching this gender studies class Thursday afternoon, and I had Thursday afternoon open. It was a 300-level class, so I needed a 300 elective, and I like to have my Fridays completely off so I could do whatever. Maybe I could, you know, get errands done that day. Maybe I could just fucking sleep in. Sleep. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever I wanted to do. Fridays off were sweet. So yep. she sells me on this gender class. And do you remember this blonde girl named like Jessa or something? She was in your grade, like Jesse, Jessa or something. It wasn't Jesse. It was uh, like. That sounds familiar. Yeah. I'm sitting behind her. She turns around and she just says, before the class starts on the first day, she turns around and she says, You're brave. 
I'm oh, like, no. I'm like, holy sign. shit, what am I getting myself into? So we show up. She turns around. She says, you're brave. We get into class. I'm the only dude on the first day. Mm. And I'm thinking, this is okay. Not a great spot to be in, but you got to remember, Clay. Got to remember. It's the first day of class. People switch in. People switch out. Yep. Nothing's really final until the like second, third week mm-hmm. in the semester. So I'm thinking, all right, not a great spot to be in, Matt, but you know what? It can only go up from here. Two, three weeks go by. Month goes by. I'm the only guy in the class. Yep. And we got into the weeds, my man. The thing about being the only guy in a gender studies class is, as man, you get blamed for all <laughs> of the problems that men cause. They all get pushed on to me oh, because yeah, I'm the, the only guy <laughs> in the class, right? Yeah. So, so here I am, and I remember this one girl from Boston. She was giving me a fucking earful because she was like, "It is not." fair that I as a woman have to be the one to carry a baby and she's like screaming at me like like really letting me have it I'm like lady like I, I don't know like if if I could carry a baby I, I, I just I don't know how that would happen like there's I don't a, know how that's my fault there's like, not a winning situation to I come wish out I could it. help you yeah I wish I could help you but it also has I nothing physically to do cannot you. you think that was a punishment it could have been it might have did you it do could anything have been. that's no. what you get for trying Bro, to break her down thing, man dude, that's the thing like <laughs> I never did anything like I don't feel like I ever like I always felt like our relationship was decent yeah well like, that's what she wanted you to think yeah, exactly, so she could trap bro. you into this <laughs> gender studies class. Yeah, I'm gonna share one more story from that class. That was crazy. After Trump won, Trump won the election over Hillary Clinton, and we went into class the next day. And I try to stay as middle ground in politics as possible. Try not to lean too far left or too far right. And we had class the next day. Mead says, "All right, everyone. Obviously, what happened last night was terrible. Let's go around the room. Let's do a temperature check." So. All the women, again, they're looking at me, they're blaming me, and they're saying, I can't believe this, like, he's not my president, like, I can't do this. And and I'm, like, in there, and she's like, oh, yeah, Matt, how do you feel about this? Like, what do you have to say to that? I'm like, I mean, whether I like him or not, he's going to be president, so why don't we just, like, give him a shot? Like, I don't, I don't know, I mean... I would say the same thing about Hillary. Like, whether you like it or not, she got elected, so why don't you just give her a shot? Right. And and they would freak out, dude. Like, they, I swear to God, like, that was the one class that I remember just not having a good time. No, that does not sound <laughs> fun. That's a lot of stuff that I just, like, try to avoid talking about in general, too. Like, yeah. I would yeah. stay as far away from that class as possible. <laughs> well, when you're at a liberal arts school and you're in a gender studies class, it's very tough to avoid. Yeah, well, shit. plus there's that whole Kobe Sawyer ratio. There are like 70% women and 30% men or something like that. It was some nuts ratio. Let's dive into that for a minute. You would think as the man, as a straight man, that's what you're looking for. However, we went to school with a lot of women that could rip your fucking head off. <laughs> <laughs> okay? <laughs> we went to school with a lot of women. I'm talking nursing girls, right? Yep. Who are absolutely psycho. These fucking nursing girls, they would like fucking like get into little cliques. Like they they would all be like the freshmen, they'd be like, Oh, you're nursing? I'm in nursing. Like, let's be nurses together. You'd be like getting your food in the lunch line and they would be in their scrubs or something. Mm-hmm. And like they would be like beelining it to the salad bar. And you're like, Oh my god, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Like, they're <laughs> they're coming. Bro, I swear. It's just they're a the tidal most, wave of They blue. were the most intimidating force on campus, bro. All right. So let's wrap this up. We got Andrew Clay on. I have a story. So we were walking back from baseball, back up 
uh, across and over to the dupes. Keep in mind that this is like fall maybe, but it's not Halloween. Oh, so it was like September, like welcome back yeah. weekend, like so, first, first couple weeks of school, yeah. Right, so we're walking back, and then all of a sudden we like hear some like rustling coming from the woods, so we're like, what the fuck is that? So we like stop and like investigate for a second, and we're like, hello? And then all of a sudden we see Maddie Mac emerge from the woods by himself dressed in his gingerbread costume. <laughs> oh, so it was Halloween. No, it wasn't Halloween. It, it, it wasn't I don't know Halloween. why he was wearing the gingerbread costume. <laughs> oh, no. But he was just hiding in the woods or he was like laying down. Oh, I have no, no idea. Gosh. But he just emerged from the woods wearing his gingerbread costume. And we're like, what the hell are you doing? And he's like, oh, shit, I think I got lost or something. Dude, what are you doing? <laughs> Early in the year, it was like the the first part of the year, basically, we had a shit ton of people come. The cops went nuts, dude. They brought like buses to come pick people up. And they like came in really? through the woods, too. They came like from the streets. They surrounded us. In from the woods? Yeah, dude. They made sure nobody was running. They had the oh, entire no. <laughs> the entire house was surrounded. There was oh not a way to get out if you God. fucking tried. So Holy they start like shit. rounding people up. They have a fucking line out the door. You have to go through. You have to show the guys your ID, and you either walk by or you get on the bus. And I'm just fucking sitting there on the in the the chair, just like drinking my drink. And I'm like, I'm 24. You can't fucking do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear the story of Nick Dibble? Probably. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 He was underage. A New London police was after him. Escaped through the woods. Oh, and he fell asleep in the woods. Yep. And he survived. The only thing... Middle of winter. Middle of winter. The only injury that the guy had, he had frostbite on his feet. Yeah, I did hear that story. Do you buy that? I don't know. What was, it depends what you're wearing, man. I don't, I don't know if I do, man. How, I don't understand how you can fall asleep in the woods in New London in the winter. He didn't die, right? Like, he was alive. Like, we saw him. Mm-hmm. Like, we had classes with him. I think that you could potentially survive that depending on if you cut co- if you can cover your extremities and maybe you make a nice snow pillow i don't think he was doing anything i think he passed <laughs> little, the fuck like, out a little snow blankie <laughs> i don't think a lot of thought went into that on his part <laughs> i think it's kind of like oh shit just kind of hit the deck and close your eyes and pray for the and best he fucking made it out that's incredible my god one more time andrew clay My man, thank you so much for coming on. You know, I love you, my guy.